You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel Podcast, it's Anthony and Aurora. We're back to talk more Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus, Episode 4, it's called The Tomb. And this episode was weird as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. What a weird episode. <laughs> I'd, I guess let's just talk about it. Uh, we catch up with Grant and, well... Okay. First, there's a whole thing where Layla's trying to get Stephen Grant to wake the F up. Uh, because after uh, Khonshu was removed from his body and imprisoned, he kind of he kind of went limp. Uh, but it took him a little mm-hmm. bit. But he, he got back up to his feet after uh, Layla kicked some ass and got rid of some, some armed goons out in the desert. Uh, I don't know if these people were tied in any way to Arthur Hart. Uh, Haro, but or Haro, but uh, they may have just been your run-of-the-mill people riding around in the desert with a fifty-caliber gun on the back of their <laughs> <Yes>. truck. <laughs> you, you know, like you have. Sure. Um, well, she kicked all their asses anyway, so it didn't matter. Uh, so once he awake, uh, once he awakens, Grant and Layla find the deserted campsite at the location of Amit's tomb, which in fact is a maze in the shape of the Eye of Horus. They discover that some of Harrow's men have been killed by undead Egyptian priests who attacked mm-hmm. them. Layla defeats the priests, but encounters Harrow, who claims that Mark Spector is one of the mercenaries who murdered her archaeologist father. Grant and Spector find the tomb and discover that Amit's last avatar was Alexander the Great. They were... Is that... Wait, hold on. Did they actually clarify that in the episode? Because I feel uh, I mean, like Steve, Steven said that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which I trust. I trust what he says. Yeah. No, I must have. I must have. I must have missed it in like the windy craze of of lunacy that happens after this. I think I lost track of that. That's an amazing factoid uh, that I hope they do more of a deep dive on, but I don't think that they will. They retrieve uh, Amit's stone prison from inside Alexander's body, literally. Uh, And Layla angrily confronts Spectre, who reveals that his partner killed Layla's father and Spectre himself before Khonshu revived Spectre as his avatar. Uh, Arthur arrives and shoots Mark, who wakes up in a psychiatric hospital populated by people from his life. After escaping from Harrow, who appears to be his therapist at the hospital, Spectre finds Grant in a separate body tra- uh, and a separate body trapped in a sarcophagus, which they do not open. Uh, then, as they try to escape, they are greeted by a hippopotamus-headed figure. 
which I believe is the Egyptian goddess of birth and fertility. I don't think I got a good look at her hands, which are supposed to be feline. And oh. usually she's not wearing a shirt either, but, you know, Disney Plus. So, yep, yep. Uh, but yes. And her voice sounded uh, weirdly like Miss Minutes to me uh, from Loki. It did. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Uh, there's a lot to unravel here, Aurora. What did you think of episode four? I could just talk about the last 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing in and of itself. That was amazing. I loved it. The last 10 minutes, I, the whole time I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? What's going on? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but now I didn't know that that last figure was, you said the goddess of birth? Um, sort of. Uh, there, are, there are a couple different Egyptian goddesses of fertility. Um, okay. Because we also met uh, Hathor earlier mm -hmm. in the in the temple and she's the egyptian goddess of fertility but um this particular god is also a fertility goddess but also like uh uh like the goddess of childbirth as well i see because i wonder if the gods are helping him mm -hmm. because maybe now they realize that uh they're trying to wake up that other god goddess it's, it's possible i do have a theory Okay. About the ending. But uh, I want you to go ahead and give your thoughts first. It sounded like you at least enjoyed the last part of the episode. I, I mean, I like, I enjoyed the whole episode. Okay. I thought it was, it, I thought it was really cool. Um, I loved, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in this, in this podcast, but I'm a huge uh, Lara Croft fan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I felt like this was like a lot of nods to Lara Croft. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this made me want to watch The Mummy, too, with Brendan Fraser. The Mummy, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I did do, and, in fact. Uh, and I think they actually had, like, a, a nod to Tomb Raider, because uh, when they go to the psych ward, uh, they're watching a movie, and it's like Tomb Buster? <laughs> or something like that. Yes. Like Ghostbusters, um, but, yeah. And I was like, oh, is that a, a nod to Tomb Raider? I don't know. Um, Felt like but, it a little bit. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, definitely pieces yeah. of both of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, anything that has to do with um, exploring tombs and you know ancient artifacts and things like that, I'm all for it. Yeah, I love that um, stuff. I, yes. So I, I loved everything about it. Um, I do feel like, what is Ethan Hawke's name? Uh, Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow. Um, I feel like he is lying about the death of uh, Lila's father. Yes. Um, well, um, I mean, almost certainly because he's saying that Mark did it. And then, because right. she confronts him about it. And he's like, no, no, no. It was my partner that killed your... Like, he was there. His partner killed her father. But, then, but you know, partner could mean many things. Partner could be one of his other identities. That's possible. Well, he also said yeah. this partner killed him, and that's when Kanshi took the body. But, ooh, that's right. a juicy detail because there yeah. is this third exactly. uh, altar that we have mm -hmm. not met yet. Yeah. Which leads into my theory. I have a, uh, a theory so, as well. So, so let me tell you this. So okay. when they're in the psych ward, um, he realizes that... You know, he remembers that uh, Arthur killed, uh, shot him. Yes. And then he kind of like snaps back 
he releases Stephen. Yes. But there's another sarcophagus that has something Pounding inside. Pounding on the inside. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm assuming is the third. Yes. Uh, personality. Yep. Um, so I wonder if this like whole psych ward uh, situation is just like his mind. Yep. He's just in his mind. Yeah, yep. yeah, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, and the gods are trying to get him out. Yeah. Um, there. I mean, there's some stuff you could probably notice on your own just watching it um but the nerdist always does like an episode easter egg breakdown and they went through that psych ward Mm -hmm. scene like shot by shot and they pointed out like 20 things that are like you know uh one of the one of the hand like one of the hands on the clock on the wall is like conchu's staff and um you know, like there's a plushie that's representative of uh, uh, one of the jackals or something, and like the whole thing is in his the whole thing is in his head because it's populated with yeah people that he's yes. met. Like his, I mean, even it, even the the psych doctor's office was full of oh, different things, full of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, his yeah. boss from the his boss from the, uh, the museum, the museum. She's in there, mm-hmm. uh, just. just tons of it so yeah it's all in his head and yeah him finding and freeing steven is just this is just his brain trying to i don't know make sense do something wake up something i feel like the because obviously there's that second sarcophagus which is another altar and it's Mm -hmm. the one that neither of them know anything about and they didn't show it to us here clearly that is going to be something we're going to have to meet in the next episode to like, I presume it'll be the thing that snaps them out of this. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing the other thing is though, the Egyptian goddess, if this is all in his head, that means she's in there too. And if she's in there, does that mean she's like, uh, like is the third altar like an avatar for this like Egyptian goddess or something? I don't I don't know why it's in there. Hmm. Outside of the fact that it's really weird. It's super weird. But you know, Kanchu was in there as well yeah. at one point before he was imprisoned. Uh I don't know if this goddess, uh this Egyptian deity just entered into his brain while this was happening. I mean, could whatever. she be selecting him as an avatar while Conchu is imprisoned? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um So yeah, all of that stuff, all of that stuff is possible, I think. Uh because yeah. that's how Conchu saved Mark Spector from dying. And right. presumably that's what's happening here to mm-hmm. uh, keep him from from dying as well. So, yeah, I suppose that I is possible. I hope that's the case. I would love to keep seeing her. <laughs> well, I hope that's I hope that's possible. Um, I can't I thought, wait to see someone do a cosplay of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's going to have to put a lot of work into that one. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know when the next Comic-Con is, but you've got you've got a little <laughs> bit of time, I think, to start working on it. Uh, yeah. The. I, I thought the episode was okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't hate anything in it. Like, I'm following it okay. Um, I, th- I still think the performances in this are really good. 
but I'm I, I'm finding my especially when we are so close to the end. I'm yeah. finding myself sort of struggling to like I've got uh I've got a very Eternals feeling about the mm. show, which I've watched the Eternals a couple of times. Uh I think it's a fine movie. Like I I don't think it's awful or bad or anything like that, but it's very much sort of just kind of there for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not feeling any sort of connection to uh and and i think this is maybe part of the mcu problem as well is that i kind of want i'm now sort of at a point where it's like i'm invested in the whole thing so how does this puzzle piece fit into everything else and right now it feels like it kind of doesn't which is how eternals felt as well it felt like it was just there but it doesn't attach to anything else that's happening or will be happening so it feels like a weird time to put this into the i mean and maybe something will happen in the next couple of episodes but taking the show on its own like subtracting the mcu stuff and i actually thought like when when the uh sideward scene start starts it's kind of like going through all the patients mm-hmm. and it's kind of like leaving the reveal as a, like a, a suspense like you're like yeah. who is in here right yep. and i thought it was gonna be like a connection to a different Character. superhero or something yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i thought it was gonna be something else and it was like who is it yes but yeah but it wasn't <laughs> uh well i mean there was definitely a lot of talk they released the trailer for thor love and thunder finally finally <laughs> right And there was a bunch of talk about why they hadn't aired the trailer yet. I still think the most reasonable one is they didn't want to start marketing their next movie while the Doctor Strange movie hasn't even opened yet, Mm -hmm. which is the thing that makes the most sense. But people did have a theory that might even still hold true. And if it does, at least it'll feel like there's a a bit of a connection uh, between this and the larger MCU. Uh, there was a theory that the villain from the Thor movie could make a cameo appearance in this show Mm. because the villain in Thor Love and Thunder is Gore the God Butcher, which is a total Thor-sounding villain name. And he's basically just a dude, it's in his name, who hunts down and kills gods throughout Mm -hmm. time and space. And okay. there just so that happens to be a television show with a lot of yeah. Egyptian gods on it. Yep. And if you wanted to start killing some gods in and around the neighborhood where Thor is, this is a uh, a good place to start. So, And he does not appear in the trailer for the Thor Love and Thunder uh, reveal or anything mm-hmm. like that. So he's mm-hmm. not in there. So, yeah, it's possible that these things might tie it to the larger issue at hand. But even if you subtract the MCU entirely... Uh, I'm still not like, I think there's stuff that's cool in this. I think Mm -hmm. Oscar Isaac's performance is is really good. I think Ethan Hawke's performance is really good. Uh, I don't really have any problems. Like, I don't think this is a bad show, but I'm just struggling to like, feel like, like when the episode comes out, I'm not like running to my TV to, to catch it. Yeah, yeah. I felt like that way with like WandaVision and Loki. Like I, I mm. felt like I needed to know what was going to happen. And this one is like, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. Like it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I'm going to watch it and I'd watch this even if we weren't doing a podcast about it. But I think my feelings would still be the same, which is this is 
fine, but mm-hmm. I'm not in love with it or anything. Um, any final thoughts on episode four and what would you give it? I gave this one a three and a half. Okay. Um, I liked it, but I liked the last 10 minutes more <laughs> than the whole episode. <laughs> that whole half is coming. It was, it, it, was, it, was, it was more interesting to me, that mm-hmm. last part. Yeah. Ah, I gave this a three, Ooh. which feels pretty low. Is that, is that the lowest you've given to a Marvel show? Mm, maybe. I think I've probably dropped a three in, like, uh, in one of the What If episodes or something, maybe. Mm. Uh, like oh the, yeah, that Thor episode, that, that Thor party episode. Thor episode, yeah, <laughs> party Thor episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just it just hasn't. I mean, look, Falcon and Winter Soldier started off kind of slow for me, but then by the end, I was like, oh, yep, nope, this is great. Um, you know, we're mm-hmm. two episodes shy now, and yeah, I'm just I don't know, not not really feeling it like that. But yeah, yeah. We'll see. Hopefully something great happens in the next couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. So uh, you will find out as we find out, everybody. In the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Of course, it's a listener-supported podcast. And there are a couple of different ways uh, you can help out there. Uh, we have uh, the Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. Uh, the merch store, geeklymerch.com. Links for both of those are in the show notes for this episode. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Audible. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., hit subscribe. And that way you can join us next time to hear us talk about Episode 5 of Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. 